Yo, yo, what the fuck is going on? It's the one true host with Gilly and Josh, no Ollie, because this is a very quick, very fast, very excited emergency podcast. Raphael Devers has signed with the Red Sox for 11 years, $331 million. How the fuck are you guys feeling right now? Incredible. I am so excited. I am just, uh, I'm Hi, I'm all day. I'm back in, baby. I'm all day. That's right. <laughs> Let's go. Let's the go. The biggest PR swing in Red Sox history just right. happened today. Yep. It's unbelievable. I I literally have no words. I was literally in the shower and got like a bunch of buzzes. And I was like, no. And my neighbors probably hate me, but I'm so glad we're doing this because I didn't know what else to do. I just, yeah. <laughs> I <had> to... <laughs> if we we could have been sitting. Something. We could have been like in our rooms right now, just texting each other excitedly. But instead, we had to join this Zoom call, record this shit, and put this shit out there just to fucking show the world how excited we really are. I can't believe it personally. I'm having a hard time even fathoming it. I'm not even like fully happy yet because I'm still so mad at how <laughs> the Red Sox have treated this offseason. I feel like John Henry was bullied into doing this. But in the meantime, fuck him. You paid up finally, Henry. And you know what? You saved your. See, at least he saved a little bit of face for this offseason for himself. And at least the Red Sox have a backbone for the next fucking decade. Fuck yeah, baby. History was made today. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, the backbone, the backbone that I like felt growing. It was just like, yeah, it's like, you know, when Thanos puts like the second rock in his in his uh gauntlet, it's like he's starting to feel that power. You know, yes. it's not all the way there, but the Red Sox are. Doing it, doing it, and that's this is all we needed. Literally, I, I like you said. I don't know how to even like explain my happiness right now, but it just feels so good that there's a direction. Yep. There's a direction. This is all I wanted. Oh, this is all this I asked. And you know what? I was so gloom. I even said it yesterday on the podcast. I was, or no, Monday. Sorry, this is Wednesday. Um, that I was in the boat of trading him. Because it's like, I didn't think anything was going to happen. I really didn't. I didn't believe. I No way. But you know what? I It's a complete 180. I, everything I thought. I mean, yeah, the Red Sox still are in a weird spot. But you know what? There is a place to go and a place to grow. So kudos. I like that. For sure. I know. I, I couldn't believe it's real. I, I mean, I think we're, we're saying this before where it's just like, how many sources did it take? Because especially too, of all things too, it had to be what's his name. So at first, it's was it Carlos Baerga, <laughs> where he's <laughs> he's the one who kind of initially has he's he's throwing around the numbers, and then of course you got Bob Nightingale being the guy to like confirm it. it. It's like the worst possible. <laughs> like uh, I want to get excited, but can we? But then then Jeff Passan, Ken Rosenthal. So we're we're good now. But I feel you guys have just like. Felt too good to be true. And that's a good contract, too. I don't really? think that's – I think that's a really good value for what guys are going for. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a hometown discount, but 
Rafi didn't put their uh, their feet to the fire as much as I thought he would. It's true. Yeah, I was I was wondering if he's going to hit the four hundred million mark at this point. If he put, popped off on a one year contract like he could have, he could have he could have ran it up to three fifty probably. Oh yeah, three sixty. Exactly. With Judge is like a prime example of like what what happens when that goes their way. Devers at twenty six right now, locked up until he's thirty seven. We have his whole prime. We have his whole fucking prime. Whole thing. Thank you know what? God. He'll, he'll, he'll probably get those last three years. He'll retire a Red Sox at this point. You know, like this is all we've ever wanted. Like seriously, this is what we wanted for Mookie. Yeah, I was gonna say it. You know, like it's incredible. It's such a great feeling. Uh, you know, I I know my daughter's not even born yet, dude. I have to go here though. My ten year old daughter will be watching ten Raphael Devers final season. That's a trip. Whoa, that, <laughs> that is a trip. It is an unbelievable feeling that. We get Devers for that long. We'll be that happy. Oh. So you're gonna get? Will you get her a Devers jersey? Is it is a Raphael Devers jersey your first jersey? Uh, I mean, at this point, probably right. Gotta be. Oh, not to talk about that right now, but no. it's just putting it, putting it into perspective. Yeah, it's like it is so so wild. I'm so happy that that happened, man. I. I couldn't be more happy. Like we get the next generation, David Ortiz. And do you remember how like how happy we were during that time? Because yes. we, it's gonna happen again. Like I really do. I think we all believe in this guy. He's got the power numbers. He's got clutch. He's won a World Series already. Like it's great. We're oh, building around Devers. You know, see, so. I want to have this podcast, this emergency podcast, as a time capsule to where we were because about a month ago, oh my God, yes, no way, look who joined. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Join it, join it, yes! <laughs> Around the pod himself, Sam Edwards is joined. He's loading up. Sam, can you hear us? Yes, sir. Let's go. Wow. How you feeling, bro? He's also, he's in the lab. He knew. He had a source. <laughs> Let's go. I'm you so ready. Prepared. Dude, pop off. How you feeling? What's what's the vibe right now? I'm very happy. I mean, I knew it. You know, I knew it was going to happen, obviously. And I, I never doubted myself. So, <laughs> never. Did you really once. believe? Did you really fucking believe, Sam? Coming into the offseason, yes. Fully believed it. Uh, and then as time goes on, doubt fills your heart and that's it. You know, I definitely, you know, belief was slowly slipping, but I still, I, I think I still believed it. I, I don't know. I, I think I was, I went from a hundred percent to probably 75% belief. That's what I'd say. Even but I, I'm so happy. So happy. Oh, what was your initial reaction when you saw the news? You, uh, you believe shocked, it at first, by too. The, shocked by the numbers, honestly. I was, I think the 11th year got them to a lower overall annual value, a lower AV, really. Yeah. But uh, I was, it was cheaper than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think we, I think we all kind of thought that way that it was a little bit, a little bit cheaper. Uh, we've been saying since we started recording a few minutes ago, like, yeah, there's just no words, there's no words. Um, it just feels, it feels I'm back so in good. on Heim. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody should be. Uh, I mean, the weird, you- the, the weird part is that I, I don't know how much better I feel for this season. Like I, you know, it's That's, like, there's yeah, still, no, right. there's still stuff to be done, you know? Yeah. This yeah. season, we don't have even the pitching staff, unless we could get the best out of uh, a Kluber. We could get the best out of for sale. If he's healthy, you never know. I mean, not to totally 180 and flip that switch, but it's like the team could be good. It's all on paper, but it, it, it really just depends on how the clubhouse goes with all these guys leaving. That's my big thing. You know, it's it's going to be a different dynamic and a, definitely a different dynamic with Devers getting paid now. He's definitely going to be seen as the leader, right? He's going to be seen as everybody's go-to, uh, the, the clutch guy. This is your moment. It's just a different style of Red Sox team. And if it works, it works. If not, we have years to build now and, and a great building block. I agree. And I'm just so excited too, just thinking about it of like, I just feel like if, if, I don't know if Devers was on his way out or even to the rumors about potentially like shopping him or trading him, if they couldn't come to a deal, imagine the pressure that Tristan Casas would have had of just like, Oh, that would have just, I, that I feel like impossible to, to succeed if that's the case of like, oh, well, I guess I'm the four hitter now. And uh, if I suck, I suck. If not, <laughs> there's no one else here. Like, so I, oh, I just, you're right though. It's in terms of like you guys saying about this season, still some work to be done. It could be a frisky wild card team, but at least we've got our guy. Yeah. You know what? In the meantime, I hope the Red Sox trade for somebody. I don't know who, I don't think that Brian Reynolds shit's going to go down. I don't think, I don't know who I want other than like maybe a Willie Adamas or some shit like that. But uh, this is this is a number one priority that was finally addressed, and this is a, this has been a priority that not just Devers. I'm talking about having a franchise cornerstone for our entire fucking life post Manny. We haven't had a person to build an entire team around. This is my opinion, at least. In all since fucking 2009, when we traded Manny away, there's been. I mean, we have we have guys that are the basis of our teams and stuff, but I don't think we've ever had someone that we knew that we can that we will Look be on this team to. yeah for the next never for a decade and we've and by the way like okay david price what they paid up for i guess off uh, free agency and they paid up for fucking who else uh carl crawford see how that worked out adrian gonzalez that kind of sucked ass but i mean we know what we have with devers he's young and he is the face of boston now I'm fucking happy. We can chill a little bit. I'm not chilling yet because I don't feel good about this team at all. But here we are. And also, by the way, we have a new guest joining. And it might be someone named Maurice. <laughs> yeah. It's, in general, though, it's such a great feeling. You Hello. Know, such a great feeling. Hello. What up? Who's Who this? do we have here? Who is this? Who who's, <laughs> who's speaking here? Who is this? I go by many names. Who who do you feel like being today? I feel like being uh, Donaldson Trump. Donaldson Trump, how are you feeling about today's news? It's uh, it's Chris. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Oh, okay, oh, it's, it's a, a fantasy baseball team name uh, joke that you didn't understand. So, um. Yeah, it's all right, Steve. Yeah, dude, fuck Josh Donaldson. But I was trying to uh, to keep your identity uh, 
safe, but I guess it's not safe anymore. So I, how how you I, feeling? Good. I also have uh, Tori in the car. Tori, you want to say hello? Hi. What's up, Tori? <laughs> Tori, what's going on? What's her take on the Raphael Devers signing? What do you think about Raphael Devers? I don't know who that is. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sounds like a good enough to me, baby. Let's go. We got Let's go! We <laughs> have to get to uh, know him. Let's go, baby. <laughs> but I do love the, uh, the signing, although I'm just not as excited as I should be because of everything else that has happened in the past few years. So um, I am excited for that. Over but, here. Come on. But I can't be as excited as I want to be. Come What's on. This? Let loose. Yeah, that's where I stand. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I mean, what they're going to stink this year. Like, what do you want me to do? All right. Maybe they do stink. Maybe they will stink. Uh, As Kobe once said, what's there to be happy about? You know what? The offseason's not over. Where are you guys headed? You guys going out to dinner? Another family style (laughs) dinner? You guys We are going to the gym. Ain't that right, Tori? Oh. You love a family style dinner, don't you, Chris? Yep. This is um, Swiss Scott, Michael Gilligan, Joshy Pod, and uh, I'm not sure who the other person is. Around the pod. Around the pod. Sam Edwards around yeah. the diamond. <laughs> around the pod. <laughs> this, is, this is Maurice Chanel, Sam. Uh, <laughs> Maurice All Chanel. Th- is Maurice Chanel coming on this pod later? Yeah, we're trying to get him on. I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I think, right. I, think he just ta- I think he just tapped in. Hey, Mo, is this you? Hello, it's me. <laughs> Mo, how you feeling? About the news? I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> <right>. Later. Bye. <laughs> anyway. Wow. What a moment. Well, Sam now knows who Mo is. <laughs> this is a dope pot already. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get around here. You never know. And it's it's great, you know? Not. Any other what's any other hot takes about this uh, Red Sox offseason now that we're we're kind of fired up right now? Any obviously Steve, you mentioned Brian Reynolds, you don't think is happening, but like who who are our targets at this point? I, feel I like got I one. I, I got one. A chance to think about this. You ready? I'm gonna say it right now, flat out, because Sam's here. Three years, 120 million. Carlos Correa, Red Sox come got him. I mean, it'd be freaking dope. Bro, and I would I would be over the moon. I'd be over the moon if we did that. I, I, would I know Josh is right with me. I, I love it. Um <laughs> Am I think about, think about Josh is that we're we are always locked in thought for thought. It's great. <laughs> thought it's one of my thought. favorite things about it. I love it. And it's it's one of my favorite things about coming on this pod. And uh yeah, Carl's Cray would be freaking amazing. Uh Josh, what do you got? Would you do that? Because jo- I'm with Josh. Josh. I, I, hate I hate Correa. I hate Correa. No, so that's all right. All right. So Josh, objectively, that. objectively speaking. Okay. No, but but right now, because of where the market's at and what's coming, yes, I would be <laughs> yes! Correa. But the only reason being is because most other options are exhausted, right? There's not a lot of you know, happenings in the shortstop market. And I mean, a guy like Adamus does do it for me. Like if we could go and trade for him, but yes, now that we have our cornerstone endeavors, a franchise guy that is homegrown, 
which is something that this team needed time after time with whether it be Mookie, uh, Xander, to keep these guys around, and they don't. They have it, and now I'm okay with going after somebody like Correa that would honestly mix up the locker room. It would. It, it, it would. You can't say it wouldn't, but he is – a, a decent enough player. I still don't think his longevity will be there. I really don't, especially with all this stuff now. Um, I think it'll be like a five, six year window that will be great. And you'll get a lot of production out of it. But those, the long 10 year deal for Correa, I, I see that just as equal as, as Xander Bogarts, as I've said before, I think you'll get more average production across the board in Xander's contract than you will in Correa's. So that was always my take. Um, uh, obviously, I wanted Xander Bogarts, um, but it is what it is. Yes, I'm in on Korea. If if it happens and it goes that way, right now, yes, because we would be in a position to fill out the lineup and and uh, we'd be a contender. I think I, that's what's wild about that. Think about that. That that's like one move that all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, we're not in yeah. the wild card conversation. And again, we would be, but like. Division's not insane at that point. It's still some work to do. And you got sales got to be healthy. Kluber's got to do what he does and just <laughs> eat innings at a, a level that's still just not super duper home run prone. But um, right. no, that's that's an interesting thought. I but don't that, know. I that like lineup. More money than that, though, to be honest. That's my yeah. only. Yeah. They could sure. still trade for Corey Seeger. I believe yes! that. <laughs> Course, wait, course, sorry. Wait, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What'd you just say to me, motherfucker? What? I said they could still trade for Corey Seager. What? It's still, it's got to be still an option, right? Oh um, my god. The Rangers definitely aren't trying to win. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you would you? No. Okay, would you do that though? Actually, for real though, would you do it? Oh, if, yeah, absolutely. For like oh, Raphael. <laughs> No, what, no. What, trade Raphael for for Corey Seeker. No, no, Raffaella, whatever his name is. Cidane, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. That Honestly, I'd consider some... Raphael for one of the what I think is maybe a more realistic option. <laughs> Corey Seeker is uh one of the Marlins pitchers. I I mean, I would love Pablo's Pablo Lopez, but uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna happen. I think they're asking for probably too much. They're looking for Cassis? I'm I'm not giving up Cassis. That's for ridiculous. Anything. No, nothing. Nothing short of Salvador Perez for me. Facts, dude. <laughs> I will I will say this. Uh going back to just shortstops in general, if we do get Correa, let's just say that's the best end field in baseball, or pretty close. Yeah, story. Yeah, and that's yeah. very, very close. I mean, uh, from a batter's perspective, I would think so. But maybe, um, depending on what they do with Xander long term, if they keep Tatis and play him at short, whatever happens, um, maybe the Padres, right? But you know, who who knows? I think that's literally the best infield in baseball. If that happens, I just want to make a quick note that I envision Sam right now. Um, as having like a little custom bingo board and he just got bingo for um, dropping uh, <laughs> Salvador Perez, Carlos Correa, Corey Seager, all within like just a, <laughs> a minute, <laughs> a minute stretch. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts on, on Yachty. One. Yachty I'm returning right now. <laughs> Yachty returning. Absolutely. I mean, he's going to be the manager <laughs> of the Cardinals in maybe five years i would Yo, give to it. play to, it, would oh, you... to play well he's gonna be a player manager that's what's probably what, what's really <laughs> gonna happen. just stick himself in a lineup 
Yeah, yeah baby. We need Alex Cora to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that option, Josh. <laughs> oh, man. Play a little second base. Story's yeah. floppy arm goes ashore. And, Josh, uh, I do have I do have a question. Why do you think why would you bet on Xander uh better long term than you would Korea? I am a batting for average believer. I'm just a believer. There's more production in average and hits than home runs than um you know, just the longevity of a home run hitter, those guys have to be good, have to be good, like Hall of Fame good to keep it up, you know. Um, and I just believe that. I don't know what I, I had tweeted out the OPS and uh, and all that uh, when I was looking it up. I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for this conversation, but it's all similar, but it's just different type of production. Right. There's just more uh, doubles. There's more, uh, honestly, singles. There's similar RBIs in the two in the, over the last season. Yeah, Correa was a little hurt here and there, but it's all the same production, really. I think a, ba- a, a guy that hits for average is just as good as a guy that hits for slugging or, or, or just home runs in general. That's just my thought. And there's just more, I feel like there's more longevity in guys that are batters like that. Like Joey Gallo, right? Horrible example, but he's not Carlos Correa. (laughs) Obviously Correa, it hits for more average than Joey Gallo, but Gallo isn't going to last more than, I don't know, what's a super, like uh, Jose uh, Ramirez. You know, they may have similar home run numbers at the end of the season, um, Jose Ramirez is obviously going to strike out less, but there, if you if you just weigh the power and the average, I'd rather take the average hitter. But it's the, I mean, like you said, it's the it's the strikeouts. You know, it's generally what gets to a player, and it's usually the bat speed that ends up whiffing. So obviously, it's it's really good if you can make contact, but I don't think that's a, a skill that ages very well. Uh, my question, I guess, really stems from because I think they're very comparable as hitters, absolutely. Uh, I'm a little worried about Xander because uh, I think he relies on the average too much to be a valuable hitter. And I just don't think that's going to last super long term because I seeing the power dip this past year was definitely uh, concerning to me, which every hitter is power dip. So he could easily come back next year and uh, get back to where he's supposed to be. But my big thing is shortstop. I just don't think Xander can last at shortstop. And I don't think he can pivot to third base because I think his arm is very much a problem. Uh, so I, I think he's going to have to move over to second base or first base. And that puts the Sox in a terrible position long-term and Correa has been. Dominant. Well, that's the, that's the one thing that I, not that I lay down on, obviously you find a spot for Xander. You do. Uh, whether it's part-time DH part-time. But then you're paying for a part-time DH no, no. part-time. Like but, you're paying listen, that much money for him. Who's your DH right now though? Uh, Justin Turner. I would rather have Xander in that spot than Justin Turner. Yeah, well, but I'm not. But uh, just theoretically, okay. Yeah, but sure. and, and this is what I was going to say. Like I laid down in our back and forth for the defense. Like if you want to talk about players as a whole, okay, sure. Correa is a better fielder, and I right. completely understand that he's a platinum glove. Right. Right. You know, like there are reasons why Correa is better, but. I, I think our back and forth was stemming from the, the batting t- uh, part of it. And for me and you, it's just the opposite thought. So that's, I mean, okay. it is what it is. Like I lay down on the defense. Sure. Um, but there's also other aspects to Xander Bogarts like leadership, 
uh, that would capitalize for the Red Sox. Yeah, sure. That's I fair. That. I still just knowing the amount of money he got, though, that's where I'm like, especially now that we have Devers, I'm kind of like, I wish Xander all the best. Um, Josh recently won an award, uh, Sam, uh, father of the year. Uh, for us. <laughs> oh, snap. Um, I, dare I say, I think I would give uh, Xander uh, Padre of the year. A similar award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that, I mean that's just crazy money, though, right? I still don't think the Red Sox. Do you think the Red Sox would have still signed uh, Devers if they had given Xander that money? That was my big thing. I I don't think so. That, that's why going into the offseason, I was so confident in Devers, is because I was fairly confident it was going to be one of the two, and I was very confident it was going to be Devers which also made me fairly confident that Xander was going to leave. And and then the comments start coming out and I start getting reeled in on the Twitter and I start hearing Heim Bloom start talking about, it. I'm like, Oh no, like I'm getting sucked in, which is kind of where my mindset shifted. But uh, I don't think so. Josh, what do you think? Um, As far as, as far as Devers goes. Yeah. Uh, There's a chance that we could get both or is it always just kind of one or the other? I thought we could get both. I thought we could get both for the for the right. I think Devers needed to sign first to get Xander at a certain price. I think he would have uh, conceded uh, personally from the things that you hear from different podcasts and different angles of Boston baseball. Um, but it was just too good. It was too good. Uh, the Padres got what they eventually paid for, right? I mean, they just took them <laughs> flat out. Hey, not to interrupt, but we have one more guest joining us for the next five minutes to, to end this shit. So without further ado, check who it is. Don't even tell me. <laughs> I would literally was just wondering. I was like, I would love to know what Terry Cushman's thoughts are. And here he is in the flesh via Zoom call. Terry. Terry Cushman, uh, how are you? You look tanned like a like a Carolina man. <laughs> Terry, can you hear us? Oh, no. No. Uh, it's going to ruin Terry, the no. <laughs> He's working on his audio. No, this he's is... not trying to dodge questions here, is he? I don't know. No. I just don't, you know. Something positive happened. With I'd like to think his audio just, like, went haywire because he yelled out, uh, like, the shrillest shriek after he saw the news <laughs> of Dever signing. I hope so, bro. I hope so. Monterey. I kind of wonder if he's a fan sometimes. He's a fan. Come on, Terry, get that audio fixed. I can't wait to oh, hear man. this take. <laughs> it's like a, oh. Come on. Yo. Fuck. No. Come oh, on. Uh... No. You guys hear me? Yes. yes. Hey. Let's go. Terry right. was good. I don't um, think there are issues. I think he was milking the moment. I think he wanted a big entrance. <laughs> I don't know how to work this equipment uh, with Zoom outside of my normal stuff. So, all right. So I was unable to relax until just a few minutes ago when Alex Spear came out and said there are no opt-outs in the deal because my heart couldn't take this again in three or four years and then have to listen to, oh, he needs $400 million now mm-hmm. or whatever. So... I got to admit, Terry, I, that thought hadn't even crossed my mind. You're a Man. much more, <laughs> more prepared than me. I was not even thinking about that. Holy I crap. was on a high. <laughs> yeah, we were just arguing uh, in, in our private, we call it the war room, which is just a Twitter group chat and just bickering about the precedent 
and one of the hosts is like, well, Bogarts had an opt out. And I'm like, well, that was a six year deal worth way less money. The right, recent right, president right. has none of these guys taken opt outs. But the one little thing in the back of my head was, well, Devers is only 26. So, uh, you know, the other guy's closer to 30. But John Henry this weekend, Fenway Park for that hockey game. Booed. The dude isn't safe in his own ballpark. So <laughs> I'd like to think that played a, a role in it, but something tells me that they were close to the finish line either way. I think you're right, though. I think Definitely. that that was the last peer pressure moment that he needed to have. He needed to just pony up at least another 20, 30 mil, whatever. You know, just just get it up, get it done with. Thank God it's over. Yeah, and you know, there's rumors that Chris Sale could be traded. So if that happens, Devers is really the only big money on the books, and they'll be back under the luxury tax. I, I don't really care about that, but um, maybe they do. So we'll they're see. under it right now, though. I'm I'm pretty sure. No, no, I think the Devers deal would, would put it over at this point. I could be wrong, and if I am, it's it's pretty close. I think it is if, close. Yeah, I saw something recently about really the said, amount of money left I, they had because they had like I want to say ninety million at the start of the off season, and then they added Yoshida, mm-hmm. they added some pitching, but like, and then they were going to pay Devers seventeen point five mil, which did they not maybe take into account the arbitration? Well, I don't know. No, maybe I'm wrong. So that makes it a twelve year deal. So that uh, eleven years is actually on top of uh, got it. Beautiful. That, Even that better. Came out just a little while ago. Yeah. So more so details t- are trickling out. Hayden, Carrie, what's, yeah, your, what's your what's your prediction? Sorry, we like two minutes here too. So I want to hear your your predictions, your and your overall thoughts of this next year and the next eleven years. Pop on. <laughs> yeah, in two minutes, not, tell us about the next eleven years. I'm Predict not, it. Not optimistic at all about 2023. I just, the, the durability of the rotation is, is the biggest question mark. I think the bullpen is infinitely better, but I just don't trust that we're going to get to the sixth or seventh inning to give those guys a lead. You got Chris sale, you know, the guy can't even breathe without getting injured. Uh, James Paxton <laughs> remains to be seen. I'd love to see some reports right now of him throwing hard and looking good. Uh, it's a little early, so maybe it'll be a few weeks for that. But still, not a guy I really trust. Never pitched more than 150 innings. And then Nick Pavetta, completely trashed to me. Uh, I hate the Kluber signing. I don't think you can survive in the AL East without a fastball. He threw 36 fastballs in, in the entire 2022 season alone. I think, I think they're going to crush him. His first year was fine. Last year, he got roughed up. If you look at all of the AL East ballparks, and then I, I don't see how he's going to be fooling them uh, in his third year. So not a fan of that, but maybe we make a sneaky move with the Marlins. Maybe Heim just works some magic that we haven't seen, and, and maybe the, the rotation gets a little better. But the only one I, I'm really comfortable with right now is Bayo. So, so I have him out of the playoffs for now. But you feel Bayo. better than you did this morning, don't you? I do. I do. Rafi Devers is going to be wearing our uniform for the next 12 years and uh, probably probably the next big poppy, really. I love it. Yep. Man, thank you for joining us. We're about to run out of time, but we appreciate you you jumping on real quick. uh, Really, Terry, you're the man. That that was what (laughs) you were just saying, too. It's like, this is... All right, yo, mid-podcast shout-outs to my boys, G-Baby, Lance Cheer, Jake Ruth, James Murph. If you listen to this... Yo, I'm sorry, I had yoga class at 6.30 tonight, I had to go, so 
Okay, we're back, and I'm back. Uh, impromptu emergency pod. This is the second half of it where we switch. Um, Steve, for me, so lucky you guys. You don't have to listen to Steve anymore, and you get to listen to me. Well, How are we doing? The one true host has been vacated. True, true. From the we're, throne. We're pumped up. Ollie, what's your what's your hot take? What's your instant reaction to the Devers? Uh, I was very excited. I was very skeptical at first, obviously, because it came out of uh, Bob Nightingale's mouth. And before that, it came out of some Dominican Republic connect on Instagram yesterday. So, and Steve Peral. We don't have to acknowledge that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was def- So you definitely couldn't acknowledge it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I guess credit where credit is due. Congrats on them for kind of getting ahead of it. You saw kind of little hints and tidbits all morning of it. And it's just like, yeah, yeah cool. it's like, all right, guys, like, what are we doing here? It's not like, how many times have we seen this story? We saw it with Xander. We saw it um, in the past with Mookie Betts. Like, it's like, all right, what are we doing? Not getting my hopes up. Even when Bob Nightingale tweeted out, not getting my hopes up, Daddy Passon and Ken Rosenstall come along. Okay, now I'm excited. Now we're here, and they did it before spring training. It's not going to be a distraction during spring training. It's not going to be a distraction up before the All-Star break. It's done. We're good. He got his money. Biggest contract in Red Sox history. I can only think of one or two other people I'd rather go to. Um and uh, not naming names, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, this was the about a year late, in my opinion, but better late than never. And now I think the most important thing is there's no distractions. Like I said, we're just going into the season with uh, a roster that's a little more well-rounded than last year, in my opinion, maybe not as exciting, some new faces and um I I'll be sh- I'll be shocked again if we if if we see the Red Sox in last place. Shocked. Yeah. The, the floor just got way higher, right? Yes. I yes. mean, so we had Sam Edwards on the first half, Oliver, and mm-hmm. he was saying I actually reneged a little bit on Correa, so you're welcome. Um if something happens with Correa, I said that it would be the best infield in baseball. And I mean, at least pretty close. Um, but they're like one move away. I think that was kind of the the thought. They're they're one, two moves away, a little bit of pitching from being a, a true contender. I mean, yeah. For for maybe not this year, but definitely going forward, now that Devers is locked up. I even think this year and the X Factor will be the same X Factor as the past couple of years. It's what Chris Sale are you getting? Mm-hmm. And that sucks that that's what it comes down to. But to me, that's really what it comes down to. Cause if you're getting uh, the Chris sale f- from the world series year, I think you're going to be a damn good ball club, but we haven't seen that in four years. So you can't expect that you can't rely on it. 
you can't you can't make moves acting like you have that so so no. you so you can't say oh we don't want to go out and flirt around with a starting pitcher like Pablo Lopez because we have Chris Sale this year he's going to be healthy in spring training you can't you just you can't act like that anything you get from Chris Sale is a bonus and it just so happens to me that I think that is the X factor he can put you over the top he can keep you in contention and without him you're kind of just average you maybe a little bit above average 86 87 wins in that range um but you have a much better bullpen than last year heading into the season no doubt you have Schreiber you have uh Hauk you have Jensen you have Martin like you have a good bullpen of of known commodities and you have a closer for the first time in five years uh, now the lineup isn't as solid without Xander Bogarts. Obviously, you have you don't really have a full time shortstop uh, second base uh, situation going on, mm-hmm. but you have Rafael Devers for a decade. You have Tristan Cassis. Is he going to be good? I hope so. I still am very optimistic about him, but I try not to fall in love with prospects. Um, like you said, if it were to uh, whatever is going on with Correa. If he were to slide in at short and story to second, that puts them in uh, AL contender in my eyes, no doubt about it. Um, even with the question marks or the notation, I think that makes that lineup in you have the best offensive uh, middle infield in in the sport. With that, absolutely, no like it's not even a debate. Trevor Story is an elite second baseman. All the metrics back it up. He makes plays that nobody else can make. It's like watching Pedroia again. He doesn't have the greatest arm. I get it but you don't need it at second base. That's why he was an elite second baseman. It'll be a fine shortstop. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have Rafael Devers for the next 11 years, and um, we're not going to be totally miserable throughout that entire thing because we have Rafael Devers and great personality. He loves being here. He's been here since, what, he was like 16 as well in the system anyways. So That is crazy. He's yeah. In the organization and just like around for so long. That's huge. Oh. Yeah, I think you were right uh, as far as like the status of the Red Sox. If we get, uh, well, again, if Chris Sale is good, this this is a plus. But I'm going to go a little bit further and say, because uh, I brought up Kluber in the first half too. And Corey if, Kluber, I forgot if, about that. If we can get um, 70% great Chris Sale, maybe 10 wins, right? Um, if we can get James Paxton, to fire away and be healthy and be like 2019 James Paxson and Kluber to just put together some semblance of a good year. Then you have Bayo as your four and your five is Nick Pavetta, which is, uh, you know, sub 500, maybe, uh, maybe, but puts you in ball games. He's going to eat innings. That's what Nick Pavetta is going to do, right? He's going to, he's going to eat innings, but you don't want him. You don't want to rely on him to, to start a playoff game. And you then you're bullpen, as your number two, but you're and Whitlock, piggybacks and yeah. Whitlock Whitlock as a starter this year. True. Oh, that's true. I, and I would much rather see, I mean, if they're going to commit, this is now the question. Just commit one way or the other. That's all. Yeah, that's all I'm asking to. at this point. You, you need to. Yeah. If Whitlock can, can really find in and hone in a third pitch and get through the lineup a third time, that contract he's on for like a, a borderline all-star starter would be an absolute steal. It would be ridiculous. And he's got it. I mean, I went to that first start against the oh, Rays. Yeah, he's definitely in got Tampa. Oh, he was fucking nasty that get that game. I sat behind the plate and I'm glad I did. It was beautiful, beautiful pitching to watch. 
Um, he kind of just got punked for a couple runs there. You know, it was it was horrible. And I'm but, gonna I'm gonna miss Avaldi, but if you look at Avaldi and Corey Kluber, there's really not that much of a difference on paper, personality wise, fan wise, affectionate wise. Sure, what they bring to the table as a starting pitcher. Is there really a big difference between Corey Kluber and Nate Evaldi at this point of each of their career? I'd, I'd rather have had Evaldi around, I think, uh, but I, I don't think there's a huge drop-off there, if a drop-off at all. I, yeah. I don't think there's a huge drop-off either. No, I, I do feel like they did want to clean out some of the clubhouse, which, again, not saying that Evaldi was like an issue or anything, but it is a little unusual of how quickly they were like, nope, we're, we just want to move on. We'd rather not pay him. Pretty fair well, about money, it's right? It's like kind of the opposite of what the Yankees do because the Yankees just roll out the same fucking squad every year. Okay, maybe it'll work this time, guys. And the Red Sox are like, look, this clearly didn't work. These are good players, and and we're happy they we had them here. But it's just time to move on. J.D. Martinez, time to move on. Sander Bogarts, I don't agree with timing to move on, but Nate Valdi, I can see it. Time to move on. He made he's making sixteen million a year now. I, I mean with a guy as much injury history as he's had now he's going to be what 34 35 for those two years i don't know i can see why they wanted to move on from him it's a start i i I can see it and you don't want to just sit here and run back the same squad every year because that doesn't work and that's one thing the red sox have been consistent at and is they 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 do make changes to the roster whether it's guys you like or not like Moving on from the Brock Hole era was tough. And then um, there's a bunch of fan favorite guys that just don't last here. Uh, you know, Ben and Tendy, like they're, they're trying to move on and switch things up when something doesn't work. And I give them credit for that. I just hope that the, these new faces come in, embrace it, because not everybody can play here in Boston. That's something we've seen time and time again. So we'll see how it goes. But it, it's like, Okay, yeah. What's the next step? I I think there's a trade coming. I think Heim has built up the farm uh, deep enough to where he can expend anyone not named Bayo or Casas because that's your major league team. You're you're ripping apart now, and we've seen kind of rumors out there about the the Marlins. And I mean, I would love to. I don't think Pablo Lopez is an ace by any means, but he's a damn good pitcher and reliable pitcher makes your team a lot better. And if you can somehow convince them to throw in jazz Chisholm, your infield is solved and you are looking like a really, really solid team. I, I was just going to ask you guys dream scenario. Okay. Absolute dream scenario. What could it be with the Marlins? I mean, for me, the guy, it's the guy it's Sandy Alcantara. It, but I only do something like that. If we, Going back to, I know you weren't here for our conversation earlier, Oliver, but going back to it, if we get Correa, okay, now that's like glued in my brain as, a, as an idea for whatever reason. <laughs> but, um, you know, if we get a guy like Correa. You're two Correa, years late, Josh. You're two I, years late. I know, I know. But <laughs> it, if we get somebody like that, sure up shortstop, and then trade Meyer, well, there's a little bit more on the table for a team like the Marlins. So, I would be willing to trade Meyer, Rafaela. Um, I don't know if it if it had to include Bayo, which it probably would. I probably would still do it to get our ace. And uh, I mean, not that Correa is that piece, but 
what is your dream scenario? Is it Lopez and Chisholm, like you just said? Well, if we're talking dreams, we can go on and on. But I think as far as a realistic, um, uh, something that's realistic and within reach, I think I think Pablo Lopez is your most likely target right now. And asking for a jazz chism in that trade is kind of the pipe dream because that is like two perfect fits for you. Right. You can put jazz at short and move story back to second or vice versa, whatever. I don't think jazz is like an elite defender by any means, but I don't think he's a liability in the field either. I don't really know how, how his defense is on honestly, but he definitely helps you. He's a left-handed bat. He's awesome. He's got flair. He's got swag. I think he would fit in great here. And then Pablo Lopez is kind of the opposite personality wise. He's pretty quiet, keeps to himself, just what goes out there, does his fucking thing. Um, and I don't think that package like if they're asking for Bayo and Ca- Bayo or Cassis in that package, no. you, I, I, yeah. you you're you can't really do anything. You can't move on. Um and you don't blame you don't blame uh front office one bit for not pulling the trigger um on that. But as far as like other targets outside of that, because you're always gonna be linked to the Marlins just because they never pay anybody and uh, actually, didn't they sign somebody? They signed someone weird. They signed Gene Segura. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so random. <laughs> what a random, random fit, but I don't know. Like, who else is going to be in the trade market? I thought the Diamondbacks were honestly going to kind of be in the free agency mix more than they were this year because they have a bunch of young talent ready. That's pretty much all major league ready right now, mm-hmm. and they didn't do anything. Like, I so. Maybe Zach Gallen, they're listening on him. I don't, I would be so in on Zach Gallen. Like, oh, that would be a fucking pipe dream. An expensive one, probably. But I think he's got two or three years left under control. Not positive. This is just Oliver's fantasy. It's not like any real rumor or anything. Um, that's one target. And then um, just for shits and fucking giggles, if I pick up the phone and call Ben Charrington and get fucking Mitch Keller over here, O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> Mitch Keller, just because he's one of my favorite pitchers <laughs> for no reason. He's not even that good, but I just fucking love him. Uh, I don't know why, but I do. So that's just an Oliver, an Oliver acquisition. The Reds have some. Do they even have anything good? Like inquire, like I'm looking at these teams. The Herman Marquez era of wanting anybody wanting him is over. Oh, I think. Yeah, I'm good on him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I like I'm out there. The A's don't have anybody left. They've been wiped clean. That the Rangers, Angels, Mariners, Astros are all going for it this year. So you're not really gonna get anybody out of them, I don't think. Uh same with the Phillies, Mets and Braves, like none of them are gonna be trade partners. Unless for some reason the Braves can't find a deal with Max Freed and they want to move on from him because they just want to get what they can now out of him and I lean on Mike Soroka coming back in the gang. I don't know. I don't know what the the next move is from here. We'll see. I don't know what the Brewers are doing. If the Brewers have a shitty start to the year or they don't believe in themselves, you go knock and get one of their pitchers because they just piss out pitchers at this point. Uh, but at the end of the day, the most realistic situation now. I think is figuring something out with the Marlins to get Pablo Lopez over here at the very least. I think I still think you need another pitcher and then you'd be like, okay, this could be a wild card team because you're in a really, really good division. Yeah. I see the thing is though, like even if you if you take on a pitcher though, chances are 
you're probably not losing like the six guys that are kind of in the rotation mix already. So that's what's tough about it. Like unless you're dealing Nick Pavetta in the process, and even yeah. then, you still kind of have it's Sale, Kluber, Paxton, Whitlock, Pavetta, Bayo. And that's that's eliminating Hauk from the conversation. Even like a Cutter Crawford, like is he a full-time bullpen guy for sure? I think so. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do they want to keep him stretched out just in case? So it will be interesting to see what they do. And I, I mean, that's not a pretty rotation by any means, but that's that, like, that's my point is like, yeah, they have names in place, but like how confident are you in this? Maybe it sounds more like an in-season thing. Oh, this guy went down. Okay. Now we have to go poach somebody, somebody, Yeah, you know, that's, that's probably the most likely scenario, but I still, I don't know. My gut tells me that, that, they uh they do something here before for spring training starts. I don't know why, but I feel like a trade is imminent. I yeah. I, th- I think the perfect trade partner for me in the pipe dream um would be the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Honestly, go get Shane Bieber. Go get Tristan McKenzie. Um, I know that Tristan McKenzie is a little bit more of a flyer, but I feel like pieces are what the guardians need and they're probably willing to give up at least one guy to get more right so we have like pavetta like i'm sure they would take a guy like nick pavetta but what are we get are they are we giving them rafaela where he probably could play in the bigs next year and they're probably a team that's willing to just put him in the lineup you know like i feel like a team like that would be more willing and we could find a guy on one of those style of teams that we can just win, like get a guy to win now, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of scared to, to pick up the phone and talk to them because I can't remember the last time the guardians made like a bad move. It's true. I feel like I'm, every time yeah. they do something, they just fleece. You yeah. look back at the Lindor trade and they got like two all-stars out of it last year, you know, and long-term. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I mean, and call me crazy, I'd rather take a chance with McKenzie than trade for Bieber. I think McKenzie's got some real nasty stuff, and he showed it last year. I do. I believe that. I'm too. a little concerned about Bieber long-term with his velo dip and his lack of spider tech strikeout stuff lately because he's lets up a lot of hard contact. So we can get into that another time. But McKenzie, I think, would be a super interesting piece. I just don't know why the Guardians would want to trade him and if they ever would. They have such a young team. I'm looking at their, they're like projected. They're the youngest they were the, team in baseball. They were the youngest team in baseball last year, and their farm system is one of the deepest. But just like it's in like, the rotation, everyone under the like 28. Zach Plazak just turned 28. He's the oldest guy. They got three guys at 27. Like that's just wild. Bullpen. Nobody over 30. Plazak is older than Aaron Savali. Yeah, Aaron Savali's 27.6 years old. What? That's how Russell Aaron Savali from Connecticut, I guess. Interesting. East Is Windsor. He? I didn't know that. Whoa. Aaron Savali. Yeah. Shane Bieber is only 27. Yeah, that team is young. They're they're relentless. They have Tito. Like they're they're good. They're deep. And they're I, like yeah. And they actually they just signed uh two Tuki Tucson. Which I loved. I would have. Oh yeah. Oh. I said that. I said what I wanted for Christmas and a flyer on Tuki's two song. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I also would signed Josh that. Bell, which has kind of been going under the radar. But um, Raphael Devers is here in Boston. Thank God. 
Um, we don't Steve have to go through. Text. Did you guys see that of uh, uh, Jake Peavy on MLB Network kind of reacting to the the Rafael Devers news? He said, <gasps> oh but Juan God. Soto in this oh lineup God. next year with this guy, Devers, and Yoshida. Boston has the ability to do that. This move saves the Boston future. Can you imagine? That's what coming no. from Jake Peavy, who has yep. San Diego sources and Boston true. ties. Boston sources. And Boston ties. Absolutely. Dude, yeah. come on. If Soto oh. becomes a Red Sox, I don't know what I'll do. Soto or or Otani, and I would. I would. Soto. I would rather have Otani. I would personally, have but yeah, me I too. know that's probably two hundred million more. I think he's the first five hundred mil guy. You think so? Yeah, I do. Easy. I, there's, there's, he's unprecedented. You know, you can stick him in the lineup on off days, and then he pitches for you every fifth day. That dude just doesn't exist. Babe Ruth didn't even do that. I'm yeah. sorry. Not at that Juan, production. Juan Soto has two more years. Whereas Otani only has one, right? Otani's a free agent after this year. Juan Soto's a free agent after next year. There's no opt-out? Why not, Why not both? both? <laughs> opt-out for who? Uh, Soto? He's still in arbitration. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. He's only 24. That's Wait, I but I thought... So was his first year on ARB the World Series year? Yeah. Uh, wow. that might have been his second year. Is this five or six years? I thought it was five. I think that was the second year because he did play with Harper for like a half a season in his rookie year. Oh, okay. But right? well, if his clock didn't start, it would go to the next season. So that's year one. Wait, what year did they I win thought. World Series? 18. Ni- 19. Oh, was it? That was pre ARB then. That he was not. Yeah. That was pre arbitration. That's crazy. That is wild. Hitting bombs off Verlander at 19 or 20, however. I do vaguely remember that because he's like, he was making like $500,000. Like... And he couldn't drink. In the... Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Wild. I'm so All right. That's my new pipe dream. Yeah. That's a good pipe dream to have. Not bad. Tell you what, if that's the grand scheme and they just didn't want, like, again, what are you going to do? You're not going to tell your fans that that's what you're. <laughs> You can't indicate that. Yeah. Oh, we but traded. That's the plan. Bro. Oh my God! Can you imagine, bro? Garrett I will, must be. I will break ground on a Heim statue if that. <laughs> <laughs> Without Red Sox permission, I will. I will go back and delete all my fuck John Henry tweets ever if that happens. Yeah, this is yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, until it happens, ultimately, even, even now, I have to take back a couple of them. Ultimately, you do have to take some of that. And not that I, you know, want to take the hate off, but you have to, right? Because a, a, de- a deal of this magnitude uh, comes from ownership, not Absolutely. Hein. Yeah, like you they know? obviously have to get the okay from ownership uh, to to shell out that money, and you got to take a little bit of the criticism back at this point because a lot of not a lot, but some of the criticism after Xander Bogarts left is like, oh, well, Xander left and Devers is going to leave, blah blah blah. Well, that was tied into it a lot, but Devers is here. They shout out the biggest contract the franchise ever has. You have to tip your tip your cap, give credit where credit is due, even if you don't like it. Um, and you this have is to, all I wanted this offseason, so I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was definitely number one priority. Even last offseason, I thought it was number one priority. This offseason, it was, it definitely was, and they got it done. So, well, they, and also too, we were saying before, Oliver. I don't, I don't think we mentioned this with you yet, but like. That's a pretty darn good value. I know we were all on the same page where it's like we're paying whatever. We don't really care. 
where it's if he wants if it was going to cost 350 almost like 380 even like i don't even know it doesn't really matter just show us that you're committed but for that value not bad at all right not at all what's that 33 aav right not even it will actually you know what it I would think be the number, uh i think you're right nine five because I think the initial reports were 11 years, 331 million, which isn't really the case, I don't think, because I think that was including the arbitration or the. Uh... Oh, OK, so I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of. But either close. way, it's not like the the 35 number that like if they had to pay Devers 35 million a year, I'm like, sure, whatever. I don't care. Just fucking do it. And yeah, yeah all you get until he's 36. It's a. Worry the about entire that. prime. The entire prime. Yeah, you have him for this whole for another decade. So, um, and you're not overpaying like, um, everybody else. Not everybody else, but like, the Yankees are paying Aaron Judge into his forties. Xander's getting paid into his forties. Like, those are going to be some scary backhands. And I think Devers will still be a very, very, very good player by the end of his contract at age thirty six because he's got the body. Uh, and the play style to that that fits still to be good at 36, 35, you know. He'll eventually transition to first base, I'm sure, or full-time DH. That's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. I hope he transitions to DH at some point because that'll just elongate his career even more. And Playing the field less. Blaze Jordan, baby. That lineup will be fucking popping by 2025. Cool. And call me crazy, but <laughs> if – if the Marlins ask for Blaze Jordan in a Jazz Chisholm Pablo Lopez deal, I'm driving Blaze Jordan to the airport. <laughs> Respectfully. Just the best name in baseball. No big deal. Top name, undoubtedly. But so is Jazz. So is Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. That would be an all-time name trade right there. Blaze for Jazz. <laughs> that would be pretty damn good. That has some riz to it. Okay. <laughs> Now you're losing me. Uh, it's all about the Riz, dude. You kids with your lingo. I know, right? Um, the couple of people I reached out to can't make it because they're in an Uber. So um, I was going to see if Peter would come on, but he's in an Uber. So you can't make it. Maybe uh, next week or where we will have him on at some point before baseball season starts for sure. I've already talked to him about that. That is going to happen. Um, and we got to like, I got, I got to, I got to talk to him a little bit. It's get some connects because I don't know if you guys have been following, but they, uh, they've had some fantastic guests on their podcasts. Um, big time major league players and whatnot. So. Really? Interesting. Just try to try to flirt with them a little and see if okay. we can uh, hook us up. Well, we can. We've got some mutual connections too. We could always give them the uh, the the contact info for a certain all star second baseman Scooter Jeanette. If we uh... could, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. What am I saying? We don't need him. We, we can. We can go get people. We've got our own all stars. Hell yeah! True. I. You know what I thought of too. Um, kind of funny. Scooter Jeanette and uh, Will Middlebrooks, two of our favorite guests, played in the same infield together, right on the Brewers for I don't think it was that long of a period of time, but there's a hot minute. True. I f- I forgot Will Middlebrooks even suited up for the Brewers. Yeah, I uh, 
I definitely have each of their cards too, of like whatever year that was. I remember <laughs> back when I was still collecting tops cards, but um, yeah, what a day! What a yes, much needed, much, much needed. Uh, can I'm gonna sleep like a fucking baby tonight. I think Devers is my next jersey. Can finally commit to getting a Red Sox jersey. Oh, yeah. Nope. Have to, right? Oh, yeah. Those sales are about to go crazy. Wild. Uh, Direct quote from my mother 16 uh, minutes ago. Thank fucking God at least one of them staying. (laughs) Yes. And that, it it was like a sense of relief, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable relief. Relief and excitement. Yeah. I think it was more relief for me at this point as well than I was excited. I think all three of us use in some way, shape, or form the, the word direction. There's a direction, right? Going forward. Yep. So, you know, it's yeah. That's that the best Tampa, part. That uh Tampa North label's kind of taking a backseat now that you're willing to shell out this money and you know see uh see what trades we can do next because I don't know the last time if at all, Heim Bloom's made a trade for major league talent, and I'm like, wow, that was a really fucking good deal. Besides the uh, Nick Pavetta trade, yeah, which was a which has turned out well. Nick Pavetta is not an all star, but he's given you a lot. He's a, I think Nick Pavetta's turned into somewhat of a fan favorite. He loves a big game. Can't fucking pitch against the Yankees or the Blue Jays, which is kind of a problem. But you know, <laughs> one thing at a time. You know, uh, not to get into a whole different conversation. I'm so sorry. But I was thinking I had a pipe dream thought in my head. Ramon Lariano. Talking about teams that will give something up. I would love some Ramon Lariano in Boston. Yeah, he's probably only got like one year on his contract left. He's got to be close to. Yeah, he's he'll probably. He's a little bit older. But that would be an interesting piece. I don't think it's someone that the A's want to build around at this point. Yeah, give him. Yeah, give him somebody. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Give him Nick York. But where do you put him? No, I see. I am all in on Nick York just because he's in every single Red Sox Twitter like, <laughs> mock trade. Now I need him to be successful. I'm just like, <laughs> I love we Meyer. Built around Nick York. <laughs> I do. I'm okay. Like, I know I was, I got on that Korea train for a second there, but I am totally okay with platooning shortstop until Meyer comes up. I mean, I think he could even fast track. I really do. I think if we don't see him by the end of this year uh, for a push or whatever, I think he'll definitely be here next year. Yeah, that's an interesting – I don't even know if you're going to – I think you're more so going to be platooning at second base. Do you think Story is going to play short? Absolutely, yeah. I, I don't. They got Nico Goodrum, right? Stop. No, I'm not be on the major league team. I'm just saying, like, I don't think they want if they're gonna like come if they're gonna have wait for Meyer, they're gonna play story at second. They're gonna do it. They're not gonna just have story flip flop for one or two years. It's not gonna happen. Option right now, though. That's the thing. And what Christian Arroyo? Christian Arroyo at second? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which makes sense, but they get another outfielder yeah but kike is such a good outfielder i don't think you want to move him like people under underrate his ability to play center field he's an elite 
center fielder out there, which Listen, was, a, was a nice surprise, especially at Fenway. I don't fucking know what we're talking about. We have our shortstop. It's Bobby Dahlbeck. Yeah. Yeah. Get him back out there. <laughs> hey, does he have to hit? Oh, I don't know. Can he just yeah. field? Designated <laughs> fielder? Can we have the pitcher hit for him? <laughs> I know, right? No, that's pretty crazy. I, it was just so funny seeing him at shortstop last year. That was. It feels like a fever dream. Holy Ugh. shit, that happened. Yep. What about Rafaela? Isn't he? he plays yeah. Center, he's another like center field shortstop combo. Wasn't he that is. like kind of the rumor at some point this offseason where it's like, oh, Red Sox like him a lot. I love, love him. him. I love, they love him. him. And it might Can't... be, I mean, I don't know, jump of the season, probably a little bit too much to expect that, but maybe mid-2023 we see him. I would actually be surprised if he produces in spring training. I, I... I wouldn't be I would be surprised if he wasn't on the roster. I kind of expect him to see the roster at some point this year as well, whether it's due to injury in the the major league level, because let's face it, that middle infield is riddled with injury prone guys between Arroyo and Story and um blanking on uh who else would, would slide in there at any point. But right there with Arroyo and Story, those guys have especially Arroyo just cannot catch a break whether it's getting stepped on or getting hit on the thumb or whatever it may be that dude just finds a way to get hurt which sucks because when he's healthy he's usually a pretty reliable bottom of the order bat but whether it's due to injury or performance this year I I, I think we uh we see Rafael up at some point absolutely I'm excited to see him He's never played in AAA, though. I think that's the so – I feel like there's just, like, no shot he makes the team from the get-go, which I wish that teams would be more willing it's, to do that. But just because of that team control, I'm sure they'd be like, well, maybe he's not ready yeah. yet. And I think teams are also just so scared for guys to come up right away, like Torkelson or whatever, like, and yep. then just suck and their confidence is shattered. And Kelnick. And Kelnick, a yeah. Lot that's, of, uh, that's a great example. Great mock trades I've seen online of people just <laughs> trying to – willing to trade him for – and again, not for nothing, but like bag of peanuts. Yeah, kind of, or at least what we thought he was going to be like even a year ago. He was a top 10 for a while, and then J Rod show came over. I, I mean, that. he's he's kind of expendable if you're the Mariners. Oh, yeah. They're they're so loaded. They are. Between, you know, Kyle Lewis is still flirting out there. He was a rookie of the year. People forget, and they just traded for Teoscar. Obviously, you have Julio locked up long term, and don't want Mitch Haniger anymore, but it's okay. Would have loved Mitch Haniger on this team, by the way. Yeah, would have been. Would have been. I think it would have been not bad. Yeah, just injury wise, that would be stressful. I feel like. <laughs> I talk about a guy that can't catch a fucking break either. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy almost lost his. He's balls. the most injury-prone guy in the league, I think. Yeah, yeah. He also just finds a way. All right, I think we're good. What do you guys think? Just excited. Yeah. Cloud nine the, right now. The relief has worn off and the excitement is coming. And all of a sudden we all have bought back into the Red Sox. That's right. Just like that. Josh was saying trade Devers two days ago. The shit's never going to happen. I said that. I said that. Well, and it, here we are. It's what it was looking like, man. And if nothing was happening, 
blow it up. But hey, we don't have to blow it up anymore. It's over. Correct. We're good. We're good. We're good, baby. How many World Series in the next 10 years during the Devers contract do you think the Red Sox will win? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a rebuilding year and then all right. All Obviously right, it all depends, but you know, let's uh let's at least get one more out of that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Right. That's fair. Baseball's crazy, man. It can be I mean, look at the Phillies. Boom, World Series run out of nowhere. Unless you're the Astros or the Dodgers, and even the Dodgers are gonna take a step back this year. Uh, you really can't expect the World Series parents or bus. It's not like it's not like other sports where the Chiefs every year, like if we don't make it to the Super Bowl, the season's a loss, or or you know the Warriors back in the day, or Red Sox, baseball in general, make the playoffs. Anything fucking happens. Anything fucking happens. Anything happens. Magical oh. sport. Oh, Raphael Devers, welcome home. Again, you never left, but that's <laughs> you're locked in now. Boston forever. Let's go. All right, we good. All right, yeah, we're good. All right. All right, yo. I refuse to listen to any of that audio. I heard the first ten seconds of Oliver talking shit, so let me know how it went. All I gotta say is, fucking Raphael Devers.
minutes, whatever that was. Bless me.